Hello, good friends. This is Dan Jones here to share another quiet talk with you. We look at the world and are worried. I've never seen a time in my life when the words of the psalmist were more applicable. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Violence seems to be on every hand. People's hearts are filled with hatred, and that hatred boils over in violent attacks, often against strangers with whom the attacker has previously had no dealings. For many, the concept of sexual morality doesn't exist. All lustful desires are considered acceptable, and any way those desires are fulfilled is apparently just fine. And greed for money has almost been elevated to the level of a religion in many quarters. I follow sports a bit, and I have never seen so many ads for gambling. Nothing gets people so excited as a big jackpot in the lottery, the lottery in which your chance of winning is one in hundreds of millions. The book of Ecclesiastes says it like this, The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear with hearing. What should our outlook be in these times? Well, friends, if you follow Jesus Christ, your heart right now should be filled with hope. Have you lost hope? I can fix that with three little words. Jesus is coming. When Jesus was about to depart this world right before he was arrested, his closest followers, the ones who had spent the most time with him, seeing his mighty works, were troubled. And Jesus understood that. He gave them this great promise, which has blessed countless believers through the centuries. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus is coming back to this world again to establish his kingdom, a kingdom based on love. Peace will reign forever. Violence will be ended. No more wars. No more diseases. We will not need medicine. We will not need weapons of mass destruction. There will be no hunger. Everyone will be eternally satisfied in the presence of God. God will come to live with us on this planet John in the book of Revelation saw the holy city coming down out of heaven from God, beautifully adorned like a bride on her wedding day. And then he said he heard a loud voice saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. We often say that God is the answer to our problems. When I was young, our church in Memphis had a weekly TV broadcast called Christ is the Answer. 
And that is true. Our blessed hope is that God is coming one day to make things right in this world. I want to share with you a post I saw in social media recently. I don't know this individual personally, and I have no doubt that his motives are good. But listen to what he wrote. I believe the universe is the result of intelligent design, but I'm not part of any religion. The question is, how do we save the world and prevent nuclear war? If religious leaders unite in creating a peace movement, humanity wins, no matter if you are religious or not. I'm not sh- I'm sure that sounds good to a lot of people, but you know, the universe is certainly the result of intelligent design, but Religious leaders, whoever they are, he didn't specify, coming together, it's not going to bring world peace. It's been tried too many times. Let me digress and explain to you why we don't have world peace. It's not because the right politicians or the right religious leaders haven't gotten together to have a talk with each other and a nice cup of tea. The reason there isn't world peace is that the individuals who make up the world don't have peace in their hearts. And that's because they are at odds with their creator. You know that intelligent designer? You can't have peace inside or outside until you have peace with God. If you ask the average person if if he was at odds with his creator, he would probably say, I don't think so, or maybe he would just give you a puzzled look. But the fact is, until you come to Christ in true repentance and faith. You are indeed at war with God. You can talk about God as an intelligent designer, like the fellow on the internet, or you can even be a professional clergyman, but you can still be at war with God. How? During the Second World War, the Nazis under Adolf Hitler were guilty of unspeakable atrocities against their fellow humans. Many of the leaders who survived the war were put on trial and held to account for their actions. Not every German worked in a concentration camp. Not every German served in the military. But except for the precious few who were brave enough to resist what was going on, the whole nation was part of this evil effort to spread Nazism around the world. Jesus said this, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. You can't be neutral in this cosmic conflict between good and evil. So, as I said before, until you make peace with God by repenting of your sin, of the fact that you have been on the wrong side in this war, and until you give your faith and allegiance to Christ, you cannot have true peace. The miracle of the Christian faith is that we can know real peace even as the world around us is still in conflict. Part of the reason for this is that we have a real hope for the future of this world. John got a guided tour of that new world that's coming. He wrote in Revelation 21.5, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Man tries to reform. God remakes. Man tries to fix what's broken. 
God makes all things new. John the Revelator goes on to write, But I saw no temple in it, that is, in that holy city. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light. And the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall be by no means enter into it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Oh, my friend, how I long for that day that will surely come as surely as the sun rises in the morning. My final question for you is this. Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? It can be. If you aren't sure right now, bow before God and confess that you have been at war with him, that you have broken his laws and commandments purpose to turn from this life and trust yourself and your future completely to Jesus Christ, who carried your sins away when he died on Calvary's cross. When you do that, you will be filled with hope and a peace that passes all understanding. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful hope that Jesus is coming back to this earth to bring lasting peace, righteousness into this world. Oh God, I pray for those listening to me today. If there's one person listening to this podcast who doesn't know Jesus Christ, I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead that individual to give their life, their future, to turn from their sin and trust Jesus Christ so they might have this hope. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. My dear friend, pray for us as we are proclaiming this blessed hope uh, in this connected in New York area and indeed in the capital region of New York. Our church is called the Bread of Life Anglican Church. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. And if you don't have a church home, or if you're in that area, we would love to meet you at 10 o'clock on Sunday, 1809 Union Street, Schenectady. As always, you can reach me by email at Father dot dan jones at outlook dot com may god richly bless you